We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. HBO Sports and the NFL Films are partnering with the Detroit Lions for an unfiltered, all-access look at what it takes to make it in the National Football League with Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. This season will chronicle head coach Dan Campbell entering his second season, leading an intriguing mix of young emerging stars and established veterans throughout training camp and the preseason. Hard Knocks will mark the 17th edition of the 18-time Sports Emmy winning series and the most acclaimed serialized sports series on television. Stream the new season now on HBO Max. Hard Knocks, training camp with the Detroit Lions. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another Twitter Spaces. Uh, I'm with Malcolm. Tyler won't be with us today. And today we're going to recap Hard Knocks Episode 2. Wow, Malcolm, what did we just watch? Yo, man. <laughs> that episode was amazing. That was... Yo, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that watched the whole episode. My mouth was, like, open, like, the whole time. Like, <gasps> I was... It was just... It was a great episode, and I, I liked everything they pretty much touched up on. And it was showing like how the coaches were on the players, and I wanted to see that going in, like how would the how were the player going to take, you know, that 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 tough love, you know, that that getting coached up, you know. I wanted to see how they were were going to react, and we got to see that this episode, man. It was great. Yeah, one of my favorite moments with that was Deuce Daly being so hard on Swift, and rightfully so. Like he had that one hole he missed. He's like, bro, if you hit that, that's a touchdown. You got to hit that shit. Go inside, go inside. And he harped it on him. Then the next play, not the next play, a few plays later, inside was closed, right? They kind of clogged it. So he bounced it outside. He's, he's like, Swift, all right, now you coach me. So I like that. Like the way, man, Deuce is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The way Deuce was coaching up on um, Swift, you know, he has a lot of belief in Swift. He believes Swift could be great. And 
And, you know, I think everybody sees Swift would be great. Swift is, he's a guy that, you know, he has all the potential in the world. But like, like, uh, do said, man, he's got to get that dog out of him. And I think, I mean, this could be a big year for Swift. You know, I've been saying it this whole offseason, it could be a big year for Swift because of what we're able to do to stretch the field. I think he's going to have a lot of space to do whatever he needs to do. So I, I believe it's Swift this year. Now, one of my biggest things that I took from this episode is one of, is probably my favorite rookie other than Aiden Hutchinson. You know, I think Aiden Hutchinson is probably everybody's favorite rookie. Or it could be right. J-Mo. could be J-Mo. I don't know. Either or, um, my dog, Malcolm Rodriguez, man. I've been saying his name over and over and over. I sound like a broken record every time Every time I talk about Malcolm Rodriguez. I said that he's going to be the star of this, like, the, the, the preseason. But, man, this dude, it, it shows what he's able to do as a rookie. And when um, the linebacker coach, damn, what's his uh, what's, what's, what's the linebacker? Yeah, Shep. Coach Shep. Coach Shep. When he was talking about how there's been coaches that have been there for five years, and they haven't seen a linebacker play like Malcolm Rodriguez make a play in practice, man. It's, I had, when he said that, it had my mouth wide open like, wow, that's crazy, especially coming from a rookie. Like It just shows that all the potential Malcolm Rodriguez has, man. I'm, and that gets me excited as a fan. Because I'm, I've been saying that Malcolm Rodriguez is going to take off, man. Malcolm Rodriguez, is the, he's a real deal. Yeah, and also, like, they showed Amon Ross St. Brown's dad, I believe it was John Brown, and he said, Amon said he was a monster in practice, right? And that's a sixth-round pick, and Shep is like, yo, this is a sixth-round pick. I don't want to fucking play him. He literally does something like that. And he goes, I'm going to play him because you guys basically aren't doing what he's doing, and this is a sixth-round rookie. He's the he's my best. He basically said, like, he's the best one in the room without he saying it. He he's is. showing him tape of him. He's like, yo, I don't want to play this guy. He's a sixth-round pick, right? And then he's out there. He, and he goes, he wasn't a first-round, not second, not third, not fourth. Not, he was a sixth-round pick, guys. And this guy does the same drills you're doing, and he's getting shit done while you guys aren't. Yeah, man. I mean, that's either going to do two things. Either it's going to motivate the guys to play better, or Malcolm, we're going to see Malcolm Rodriguez a lot earlier than we expected to see him. You know, we yeah. see him start. We see them. We see them start this week. You know, he started this week. It, it could have been because you know, um, Anzalone was out. I'm not sure, but I think we're gonna see a lot of Malcolm Rodriguez, man. He's making te- he making plays on special teams. He making plays in practice. In the preseason game, he'll make a plays in preseason. He probably was the only bright spot in that linebacker core. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, whew. This, this kid has star a star written all over, man. He's gonna be a star in his league, man. For sure. And another thing I like, too, is they kind of showed, like, the human element of it, like, of Lucas or of, uh, what do you call it, uh, Blau fumbling that and then Chase Lucas dropping that pick. Like, they both thought the game was on them. And I kind of liked how they showed, like, the human element side of it. Yeah, definitely, man. It was it was a lot to see, man. It was, they showed a lot. They were able to touch up on a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that we wanted to see, you know, they were able to, you know, show it with the, with the game. You know the David Blau situ- situation during during that preseason game. You know the Chase Lucas man. Even though he dropped that pick, I, I still that was a hell of a play. Absolutely. I mean the the, the way he was able to read that play and, and jump that route. Or I haven't seen that from I haven't seen that a lot from our secondary. I mean the only person I've probably seen that from making plays like that has been Amari Warrior and Jerry Jacobs. Yeah. Where they're just jumping routes and and reading the play and jumping the routes. I think it's that's why I, I went on Twitter afterward to say, you know what? I like what I see from this Chase Lucas kid. Yeah, I think he has a bright future. You know, uh, hopefully, you know, he keeps going in the right direction. 
but he's doing things that I uh, that I'm not seeing a lot from my secondary, which is being able to read the play, jumping routes, and you know getting his hands on the ball. I mean, even though he dropped it, he was there. I mean, I think that's all that. I mean, to me, the, the effort was there. So I think he had a bright future. I really yeah, like that kid. Another thing too that kind of like sort of foreshadowed in the beginning of the show, Campbell was like. Look, most games are won in like the four minute or two minute towards the end of the game, right? Or lost. And as you see during that game, he's right. And as we've seen like with the Lions, he's right. So they just didn't make those plays. And he said that he's like, we basically beat ourselves. We had that game won, but we didn't earn the win. Yeah, I mean that's, like that's been he says that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's just been that's just been us for the past. I mean, how many years? I mean, that's just how it's been. We lose games, you know, right the last minute, you know. But now we just didn't find a way to close them out. I, I think I'm not. I just want to put too much on it because I think if our starting unit played this whole game, it would have been a different story. Um, right. It's just like just teaching these guys like how to win, right? Like getting yeah. your message out there. Because if you don't want to win the game as a coach or as players, that means you're not like competitive. You're in the wrong spot. You always play to win, and and they obviously tried to win, but they lost. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> it, 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 they lost in the most lions way, which was which, which sucked. But I, I, I'm not too worried about it, man. I, I, hopefully, I mean, you know, they just make the correction to get better. And I like how Dan Campbell, you know, he, you know, made a made it real to those guys. Some of these guys, that was your chance. As you we know, saw, he, five guys it, got released today. If, exactly. Over the exactly over the week, yep. So, so th- that was their chance, you know. So he he made it known, you know. So it it was, it was an overall overall good episode. I like how they touched a lot of storylines. Um, in this episode, they showed you know we saw, um, Frank Ragnall. We saw him fishing. I know a lot of people were asking for that <laughs> to see the the grizzly outdoors to see him fishing. Um, they touched up on that. We saw some Barry Sand uh, Barry Sanders uh, highlights. We saw a lot of things, man. Yeah. The Omar Ross St. Brown story. I enjoyed the Amon Ross St. Brown story. I also enjoyed the David Bob story, too. Kind of like how his wife is always somewhere else in the country. He's trying to focus on football and how they relate with each other if someone has a bad day or whatever. I thought that was kind of cool, too. He's a pretty lucky guy. I'll say that. Cool to him, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You want to start bringing people up? Yeah, man. Yeah, bring this. Start bringing people up. Let's hear what they thought of the episode. Maybe I won't see if they were just excited as I, as I was. I'm probably gonna like right after this. I'm probably gonna go watch it again. That's how hyped I was. Up. That's how hyped I am about it. <laughs> All right. Hey, Prime Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Odds Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Again, that's O D D S T R A D E R dot com slash blue wire. Oddstraders, the number one site for your game day bets. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. That was a great-ass episode, man. I loved it. Yep. Anonymous, what's going on, man? What are your thoughts on episode two? Anonymous. Anonymous. Anonymous, I, I saw you in episode. You didn't think I was going to see you, huh? You saw me. I saw I you. Kill you. Shit. You was a guy in the beginning of the episode that was fishing. <laughs> before they showed Frank Rack. Wow, that looked like 220 <laughs> minutes. I had a, had a tweet. I'm like, dude, two minutes, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Nah. Yo. Yo. Hey, this episode was perfect. I'm hyped. I can't wait for the next episode, for the next game. Everything about this episode was great. Like I like how to begin the beginning. They show like old school Detroit. You know the guys fishing and dude, it was it was fucking Hutchison. I felt like I kind of it's going around on Twitter right now how Amaras Spring Brown is talking about Hutchison's family got money up in a, in a booth and I mean think about it. I mean like they it's it's like a perfect story. Like they're rich, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed guys. Goes to perfect school hometown and now playing for his hometown. It's, it's a perfect story, right? But yeah. then right after that, he's in the trenches talking about get the fuck off me and and just manhandling people, dude. That's what I'm talking yeah. about, man. I'm like, that's what I've been wanting to see. That's what I've been wanting to see right there. I think my favorite part, my favorite part of this episode is Coach Shep ripping his linebackers. Yeah. That they're now playing as good as Malcolm Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> that this six-round rookie is making y'all look like ass, and he's about to take y'all jobs. That's that, that has to be the highlight of this episode for and me. And they and they pan and out because it's still one of my I still rooting for this guy, but they pan in on Jared Davis's face, like right when he's saying it. I'm like, damn, yeah. man. <laughs> like, yeah. gotta, like you know that's eating yeah. at him to hear that, you know. Yeah, man. You're letting this rookie in the sixth round. And it's crazy because he's, just, he's showing them nothing but his highlights. Yep. <laughs> they show nothing but his practice highlights. Like, look at him. Yep. Like, why can't y'all be like him? Like, if I was in that room, I'd be so pissed. 
you know. I mean, of course, I'll be happy. I'll be happy for him. Should motivate piss. you, man. Should motivate exactly. you. Like, exactly. Six round is doing that. I could do that shit too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll be pissing in a way like, shit. I'm not gonna let this nigga be better. This, I'm not gonna let this dude be better than me. <laughs> yeah, we heard you. We heard you. <laughs> That you see, that that's 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 what be going in my head, you know. I'm not gonna do be better than me, you know. Yeah. So I'll be pissing it in the, to you know try to be better. But, and you know, one thing I did like though, and I think I said it before the um, on the your the pre episode is uh, you know, we we saw a little bit of actual coaching, like even in that scene, you know, Shepard was telling them. You know the technique. You know, you draw the lineman inside, then pop out, and the running back's gonna be there all day. Yeah, and you know, so like they're actually coaching technique, and you know, this is how you read a play, and this is how you how you flow to where the hole is gonna be, and and it's just working for him, you know. And then they they cut to Deuce Staley, tell him like this, you know, get on the inside of your blind your uh, lineman, you know, stay on his back and cut in that hole, you know. Now I'm seeing some actual coaching. We're not just they're not just rah rah guys. I'm a former player. Yeah, let's you know, let's go out and crack some skulls and shit like that, you know. Now we see some actual coaching, which I'm all about. I love that. Yeah, and also, another thing I like, too, um, is AG's speech. He signals out Jonah Jackson and Brackers. I believe it was Brackers. They both, one played at Ohio State and LSU. He's like, yo, how many games did you guys win or lose? They both were like, they lost one game or whatever. He said, we need that feeling here. We need that feeling that we won't lose this game. We need to go into the game. We're going to win this game. Like yeah. that made me yeah. want to jump, jump up, put on some pads, and go to work. You know what Shit. I mean? Yeah. Dude, I'm, us, us, us as fans need that feeling as well. God damn it, <laughs> we're yeah. we're sick and tired of feeling. Uh, is this gonna be the game we're finally gonna win? Like us as fans, we're tired of shit too. Hell yeah. <laughs> shit. If they get that dog in them, man, I'm telling you, if they get that dog in them that these coaches trying to put in them, it's you know it's gonna be a pretty good team sooner than later. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So I'm stoked. I don't know how I'm going to get to sleep tonight because I want to go play some football. You play <laughs> but... football. Oh, you, you said you want to play football. I want to go you... play some football. Oh, so I'm yeah, you better play some Madden or something, though. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> shit. Yo, the episode was great. I loved it, though. Yeah, same here, man. Yeah. I told you, I'm about to watch that shit again. Anonymous, bro. Don't go pulling a hammy or anything, dog. You know what I mean? Just chill out. Don't don't actually play football, bro. <laughs> Man, I pulled two <laughs> hamstrings. I I know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. Hey. Um. Is anyone else? Is that all you got, bro? Yeah, that's all I got. Appreciate you for coming yes, on, bro. man. Yes, so, sir. If uh, anyone else wants to come up, just request, and we'll bring you up. Share your thoughts on the show. What you like? Maybe what you didn't like. I don't want to come up. Got anybody? Um, no. We'll oh. wait a little longer. Don't request. I guess we'll end this. We give it about another thirty oh, seconds. There we, go. there we go. I got someone. The silver and blue, or blue and silver, silver and blue. I'm gonna call you silver and blue. What's happening, man? What's up? What's up, man? Um, yeah, it was a great episode, guys. Um, probably, I mean, obviously the Amon Russ stuff and what Anonymous said, but probably one thing I really, really loved and enjoyed 
was like the ending where uh, Coach Campbell was uh, doing like the the breakdown at, after the loss. And I know we, we talked about the loss and it's preseason by like the point of emphasis he had in his speech at the end saying we got to do the little stuff right and everything. You know, it's that 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 classic, um, you know, that classic speech of if we take care of the little things right, everything will happen. You know, what I mean, and I just I just loved how he put that in a speech. And I was like, man, that's like a great point of emphasis for us this year, in my opinion. I agree, man. Like. We're so goddamn close. It's not even funny. Like I, I get it. Like you know, you know, it's we're we're the lions, and I get it. We, you know, we need more talent. But again, we're not that far off. We, that's why. Like again, it's going to be up to the coaching staff and everybody buying in, and you know, our trench talent. You know, I mean, we have a foundation now. And going back to what um, Pierre said about AG, I, I'm really high on AG, and like I said, he. I, I will say this. I'm not going to procre- proclaim that we're going to have this top 10 unit on defense, obviously. we still got a lot of work to do. But, you know, knowing AG, I, I feel really safe with him coaching our defense. And we all know what we can do on offense. So it's just like, man, we're that close. And I just love that point of emphasis in that speech. Boo. Let me ask you a question. Are you, are you racing right now? What the, oh, one, sorry, what bro. the hell's going on sorry, back there? Sorry, are you bro. Even... I'm driving to the gym right oh, now. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I know you're racing. I don't know if you're playing Grand, uh, GTA or Gran Turismo. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, wait, out here. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. My bad. I just wanted to get my thoughts out. No, no problem, man. Definitely, man. This is a great episode, man. Oh, one more thing, too. Like, Hank someone went up to Sewell, just like get up, like get your ass up, don't sit that down. Shit was I so thought that was funny, bro. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, that shit was bro, funny. Frank, Frank uh, that was shit like, was funny. Trash yeah. talk sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he literally told Sewell to get his ass up. Like, bro, <laughs> you don't go up to Sewell and say that. That was hilarious. That's like that. Yeah. That's like I. I Damn, bro! I I bet you that. Don't stop slacking. Like, imagine Hank Fraley's son going up to Coach Campbell and trash talking him. That would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, blue. That would be I, hilarious. I actually want to see it. I I'm pretty sure he's scared. He knows who to mess with. He knows who to mess with. He I don't think he'll do that to to Dan. So blue. He's probably, he probably scared make him of Dan. Do up downs after trash talking. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Wait, blue. So hold up. You're so fired up right now. You're going to the gym at like almost. Well, it's almost midnight, right? Like, let's go. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm a second shifter, and you know, um, most of these guys know I've been on a diet exercise routine, and so far so good, man. I, I'm, I lost. I think what was it, 27 pounds in two months. So, nice. Hey, let's yeah. go, man. Let's go, man. Yep. I'm, I'm keep going at it. Like it's, it's not a race. It's a marathon. You know how it goes. Just got to be consistent. Exactly. Bro. Yep. I know all about it, man. I know all about it. Blue, uh, um, you got anything else to say? Nah, man. You can have more people up here. I just want to get my quick thoughts out before I hit the gym. All right, bro. Thanks for going on. Go kill your workout, too, man. That man yeah. just, he's about to take a scoop of C, C4, some pre workout. That dude's about to kill the gym right now. That's what I'm talking about, yo. Yeah, and I'd be more fired up too after watching that. Holy shit! <laughs> oh man, um, do we have anybody else? Anybody, anybody else? On, just request. We'll bring you on. Share your thoughts on the show. 
if not, what 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 else crazy thing happened on that show that we did we did we touch about everything just now? Or? Oh, you want to know something I thought was kind of like corny? The Bubble Seven joke at the end. Oh, you talking about with Jamal uh, Jamal Williams? <laughs> yeah, and they both he, he, the he, camera like I know, think really. cause I've been watching some videos that I think he just been messing with Halapute. <laughs> I think he's just been messing with Vitae, just trying to crack like do corny jokes to him. He said he said another one earlier, but he it didn't make the show. Oh. Something about a mouse that's trapped. He said, "What's a he?" He said, "What's a mouse that's behind of?" Huh? He said, "What's a mouse behind a stove that called nine one one?" And he was like, "What?" And I think he said something about the trap. I don't know. It was, it was some weird joke. <laughs> and Vata was looking at him like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And he did it again. Yeah, man. I, nope. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, do we have anybody else? Anybody else that want to talk about the show? How great the show was. If not, we can end it so I can rewatch it again. Let's go, man. All right, looks like uh, we're gonna end it. All right, guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you all enjoyed episode two, and I will see you guys next week. I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and no, man, we're gonna we have we have a game this Friday, man. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. That's we have Friday, a game. Saturday. We have a game Saturday, man. You ain't gonna see him next week. We'll see you Saturday. Saturday before the show, before the game, we'll be here an hour before the game. Right after the preseason game, we'll be on right after talk about the game. Give you our immediate thoughts. And with that being said, guys, I am out. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.